Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is a very special episode. We had guest Caden Weijin of the Iowa Hawkeyes on in this episode, and he did a little bit of telling us what it's like to be a D1 football player and we also talked a little bit about the NFL, but that was the gist of the whole episode. So if you enjoyed this, if you want to see Cade, make sure you check us out on YouTube, like, subscribe. And most importantly, if you want to support the channel, biggest thing you can do, tell someone about us. If you enjoy the content, let them know how much you like it. Send them our way. We'd really appreciate that. With that being said, let's see what Caden's got to say. Welcome back to Marv on Air. Today is Wednesday, February 22nd. We've got a loaded show, including a very special interview, and it all begins right about now. What is going on, guys? we got a lot of NFL to cover today, a lot of maybe some basketball to cover with our very special guest, and uh, we got a full studio to talk about it with. We're going over to the comfy couch. We've got the main two, Redbone and James. How are we doing, boys? Pretty good. Just peachy. Awesome. And then Alex is behind the hut. How are we doing back there? It's pretty good. Awesome. We're glad to hear it. We're going to no kick problem. it off with some uh, with some NFL free agency, okay? So we've got, like I said, Lamar, Derek Carr, and Aaron Rodgers are the big three on the market right now, okay? Derek Carr to the Jets seems to be like a very valid possibility. We could be looking at um, uh, him there and then Lamar with the franchise take things are going to get interesting in Derek Carr's visit to the Jets things were mutually very beneficial is what people have said um, they you know Derek Carr really enjoyed it and the Jets told him hey you could be a future first ballot Hall of Famer if you go here what do you guys think about the Jets telling Derek Carr that it sounds kind of like an empty like they, you know, it's not you will, you can be a first ballot Hall of, Famer, Hall of Famer if you go here. What do you guys make of those comments? I mean, I really don't like that sales pitch personally. It's kind of like it's like when uh, college recruits go and they talk to these different head coaches, right? And every head coach is just telling them exactly what they want to hear. I feel like that's exactly what the Jets are kind of doing here. They're telling him what he wants to hear, not the reality of it. And to me, it's just like, I mean, I guess it looks good in the media. You know, it's a good thing for them to be able to put out, you know. Right. But I really just think it was kind of just a token gesture. There's really no real, you know, substance to it. I agree with you. James, do you have any – if someone told you you're going to be a first ballot – you could be a first ballot Hall of Famer if you come to our team, would you take that deal? Um, No, that that sounds no. a little bit too good to be true, especially if you're just now going to the team. Um, It makes me think of that scene in Moneyball where uh, – fuck, what's his name? Uh, where Brad Pitt, okay, where it's a flashback Billy to Bean. Brad Pitt, yeah, Billy yeah. Bean, yeah, um, where he is, uh, he's getting recruited at the kitchen table, and the re- recruiters are like, so we're looking, you know, there's five things we're looking for in a baseball guy, and then, uh, and then, uh, you know, usually most kids have three. Your son's got all five, and I, it's just, it's deception. It is. And, you know, nobody really appreciates it, but everybody believes it at the time. Yeah, it's something that I think it's like when you hear it, you're like, oh, that'd be so cool. But then when you really break it down, you're kind of like, oh, it seems a little. Everybody everybody wants to think that they're the exception and not the rule. Yeah. And, you know, people capitalize on it. Yeah, I, um, I, could, I can get behind what you guys are saying there. But that leaves question marks. Obviously, Aaron Rodgers has left his pit of darkness. I think he's still acclimating to the sunlight at this point. It's probably going to be a couple days before we hear back from him. I can only imagine him leaving the darkness and realizing, hey, um, 
you know, Derek Carr's actually got a pretty strong influence in New York. It could be a very valid possibility he ends up there. Do you think, you know, Aaron Rodgers is going to take that into account? Maybe he's like, oh, if they're going to take them and the Raiders aren't going to take me because, like, Devontae's down there, obviously. If, if the Raiders end up going with someone like um, Jimmy Garoppolo, obviously he's familiar with Josh McDaniel. Do you think Rodgers ends up in retirement, or does he end up – we've seen some people talking about maybe the Patriots. It sounds like they have cap space. I've also seen reports that Mac Jones is their guy for this year. They're going to see if it was really um, – uh, last year with all of the offensive coordination issues, if it really boiled down to that, and they're going to go with Mac. But do you think it could end up where Rodgers goes to a completely oddball team we haven't even been looking forward to? I don't, I don't think that happens. I think he in, either ends up in Vegas or New York – maybe the Pats. I feel like that's just like recent Twitter rumors, really. I don't think there's any real, you know, validity to that. It, I would be personally surprised if – I want him to go to New York personally. I think it would be think awesome I think he'd be very fun in New York. I think the Jets would almost right off the bat be like a top, you know, preseason top six team in the league when you're looking at teams to potentially win it all. Mm-hmm. I don't see him going to New England just because I don't think Rodgers wants to be in a Belichick system, and I also don't think that the Patriots want to move away from Mac Jones personally. I think you're right, and um, going with kind of that Belichick system thing, Marquette King started punting for the XFL this weekend and apparently performed fairly well. People were tw- tweeting, like, hey, you should go to the Patriots. We could use a punter there. And he responded, nah, I'm not going to the military. It's a whole different system in New York uh, or in New England it's something that a lot of I think a lot of players probably can't handle and that's why it's that's why I think it's so successful Bill Belichick's, Belichick's system is like only the right people can can really succeed in New England and I'm with you there um, Lamar Jackson obviously could get franchise tagged if they don't come down to a deal here and when I was doing some research this morning I saw that there's two different kinds of franchise tags are you go are you guys aware of this or no I knew that there were. You, I don't you know did. the exact specifics between the two. See, I actually did not know that there are two different ones. Um, the The main difference is that one allows for you to franchise tag the player, basically retain them to your roster, and then teams to trade for that player, right? So they can end up trading you a couple firsts for them or whatever. I don't know if there's like a stipulation exactly, but it's a lot cheaper for the team to franchise tag them with that. I think it was going to be like $13 million, uh, for them to pick up. Lamar Jackson under that, and then for the exclusive, it's like forty-five million, and that is um, that's obviously a lot more expensive. But he can't leave the team. That's something where if if they tag Lamar, they need to communicate with him and say, "Hey, are you going to be willing to play under this franchise tag?" Right? If they can't get a deal go- deal going, and he says, "No, I'm not going to play under the franchise tag," they have to take the cheaper option, and he gets traded out. Right? If he gets traded out. Where in the heck is Lamar going to go? Because I only see him as a Baltimore Raven. I think his style of play is very interesting. Um, people have said, like, the Falcons. Um, is there anyone on your guys' radar that you're, you're particularly looking forward? Um, I, not really. I think it pretty much would come down to whatever team will offer the Ravens the most value for them. But I also think the Ravens would never in a million years deal him to a team within their division. Yep. But I think that leaves, you know, would that be 28 other teams that he could potentially go to? And yep. I think all 28, if they're willing to make the right deal with the Ravens, 
you know, I think that they would deal him to pretty much whoever. Mm-hmm. So it comes down to what teams would take him, you know. And who, we're who would he be an upgrade to? So like, he's not going to go to the Chiefs. No, right? he's not going to go to Buffalo. Right. But I feel like he is probably he's a top. I'll go eight quarterback in the league for sure. Definitely. So that still leaves you with like 20 teams, though, that he could potentially go to, and I could very well see him going to any of those. Yeah, I think you're right. I don't, I don't know where the best fit necessarily for him would be because um, you want him to go to a roster that's like competitive, right? You want him to play on a team that's actually going to fight for something. I don't think – I don't know if he has a no-trade clause or not. Um, I do know that he's not going to be happy, obviously. I think the Ravens – if they're going to trade him, they're going to want to do right by him and put him somewhere where he's going to succeed. But um, I I don't know about the Falcons. I saw maybe like the Titans because they're kind of they're kind of loaded yeah. outside of their quarterback position. That's I think he'd be fu- he'd be fun at the Titans. He definitely would, and it would excite the crap out of that AFC South division. That really, did, I mean, the Jaguars won like, what nine and seven last year. Yep, they, and, it wasn't anything impressive. Nine and eight, and. Uh, the Titans ended up like a seven-game losing streak. It was it was certainly rough, but um, yeah, that that's the main uh, free agency talk. There's a couple of other players. Um, obviously, AJ Green came out or AJ Brown, yeah, plays for the Eagles. Yep, said he uh, if if the Eagles don't give Jalen Hurts that massive contract, then he he's just gonna go wherever Jalen Hurts goes. Yep. Um, what do we think of that kind of mentality in the locker room? I think that's like that shows that really tightness that the Eagles kind of had. Uh, I don't know if – I feel like that's kind of a weird thing to say to your, your head coach. Like he didn't say it directly to him, but he said it on a podcast, and he, was, he said like, you know, this is, this is directed towards you. Uh, if you were the head coach in that situation, what's your thought process? Are you you're probably getting ready to sign that massive deal? I don't think it's as much the head coach as the front office, right? Right, 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 right. He wasn't, like, I think Sirianni is more in agreement. He, I feel like, definitely agrees with that. I think Sirianni, I think the Eagles have a close locker room, and Sirianni is a part of that close locker room. I Mm -hmm. think the team really likes him. And, like, even if you are the Eagles' front office, I don't know why you would move away from Jalen Hurts. So, to me, it's like, I think if you're the GM, you're just like, this is perfect. We have a tight-knit locker room. And that's something you would want to continue and keep going with. I don't know why you would deal away a quarterback that just took you to the Super Bowl. That just seems silly to me. No, I agree with you. Um, those big contracts are very enticing to players. And it's it's shown that with Daniel Jones, right? He was played a very exceptional year for the Giants, kind of turned that program around. We could talk about whether that was Brian Dayball or um, Daniel Jones, who, who decided on that. But... Really, Daniel Jones decided, hey, I'm worth $45 million a year, and it doesn't really seem like the front office is willing to pay him that much money. I don't know if uh, he'll get that deal done. And it also seems like Saquon is not going to get what he's looking for. They look like they're on different terms there as well. Could the Giants be looking at the downfall after an immediate uprising without Saquon and Daniel Jones? I think Daniel Jones will get the deal done, if we're being honest. But let's say he wants $45 million a year and he knows he can get it somewhere. Could we be looking at the Giants eventually, like, by the end of the offseason, just being another NFC lease team? Yeah, I mean, you definitely could. I think what's going on in New York is definitely interesting. I mean, like, the Giants, I'm not sure they threw a pass over, like, eight yards the entire season. It sure didn't feel like it. And I think Danny Dimes, he he is a person that fits into that system. 
And I think if you're the Giants front office, I think you like what you have going with Daniel Jones, and I think you like what you have going with Brian Dable. So that's another thing to me that it just – I don't think it makes sense for the Giants to deal away their players right now. I think it's about bringing pieces in more than trying to restart. I don't think they're a franchise in the position right now to be trying to restart and rebuild. That just doesn't seem – doesn't seem like something I would do personally. They're definitely in a bit of a win now kind of mentality, and I think that's probably the right way to do it, especially with how strong that NFC East looked last year. Obviously, um, the Eagles made it to the Super Bowl, and then the Cowboys, they do what they do every year, but they looked stronger last year than they have in years past. Um, I'm with you there. I, I think that the Giants need to win right now. Um, not really sure. <laughs> not really sure we we're waiting on our our man here we're gonna get him in here soon did you communicate with him or yeah yeah he's uh he's waiting on the zoom right now he asked if he should join i think he's popping in right now i believe okay well so i don't know there he is oh, he's finally in. there we yeah, are there he is can you hear us caden all right i always oh, cut boy. to him so yeah. so <laughs> no you're good caden so um Joining us now is a man who won all state, all conference honors all three years. He started in the high school realm, played at Iowa Western for a couple of years, and then decided to walk on at the University of Iowa, absolutely murdering it there. I love seeing all of his updates. The man, the myth, the legend, Caden Weijin. How we doing, Caden? Woo! Caden, <laughs> it's good to see you. That's good. That's good. I'm glad we got it working. I was I was a little worried there. You kind of took your sweet time getting into the Zoom call. <laughs> You're freaking me out. I fucking I'm horrible with technology, so I wasn't expecting anything quick. Okay. Well, I mean, we got you in. We we're we're looking good. I like the jerseys in the background there. It's you got a, quite the collection. Dude, my fucking my lighting in here is dog shit. So this is like the best angle I had, and I guess yeah. It's a hey, sick jaw jersey you got back there. It looks good. Yeah. The Raptors jersey is, is sick. That's an old vintage one. Uh, we can jump into a, qu a couple quick questions here. I know you've got a topic that you want to cover specifically, but uh, I know a lot of people probably want to hear about your transition from high school to JUCO and JUCO to D1. What, were, what kind of differences did you see moving from high school to JUCO? And then obviously you were mainly a part returner at Iowa Western. If I'm wrong, you can correct me. Um, and then is, is it really different from JUCO to that Iowa program, or wh what was that kind of like? Well, obviously, at a high school, the talent level from everybody, it just, I mean, everybody's, like, on the same page. And at Iowa Western, there's, you got five-star dudes everywhere. And I guess it wasn't, like, I didn't struggle there, but, I mean, I feel like I should have got more of an opportunity. But then Iowa came, and uh, that opportunity presented itself. And I ended up coming here, and I feel like, Playing with all those big recruit guys from Iowa Western really helped me, I guess, transition to Iowa. And I really don't, I haven't struggled with, I mean, I, I guess, I feel like the athleticism's the exact same. Or I think it might have been even a little better there with all the five-star guys. But, I mean, it's been all right so far. And we're looking to do some big things this year. No, I, I agree with you. That's that's super cool. Um, It's an interesting take that you think the Iowa Western – kind of was just loaded with talent. And I could definitely see that. Obviously, a lot of guys transfer out of there. Uh, what was 
do you, do you have like one player in particular that stood out to you that didn't quite get? Obviously, you said you didn't necessarily get exactly the recognition you thought you probably could have gotten. But was there another guy who you were like, "Dang, what are you doing in JUCO?" Well, there were three. We had three five-star running backs on our scout team there. So dang, the <laughs> scout team. That's what I'm fucking saying, dude. I'm like, what are you doing here? Like they just, I don't, I don't know why they don't get it. Like. They have all this athletic, athletic like talent in the world, and they, like, they just don't go to class. They just don't give a fuck. <laughs> so it's like, like, what are you doing? You could be so, in the league. It's like, it's yeah. Because you guys went on to win the national championship. Is that right? You went like ten and one, and and dominated that year. Oof. <laughs> uh, uh, the year after I left, yeah. Oh, interesting, interesting. Lost in the natty. Looks yeah. a little. Looks a little. Yeah, you you played in the natty, I believe. Yeah, natty, uh, yep. The year uh, you were there. Muffed the first punt of the game, so that was a hell of a start to the game. I'll take that. <laughs> That's awesome. Red, do you have a question for him? Yeah, what, like, I'm curious as to, like, uh, stop fucking laughing. I'm not going to say anything <laughs> bad. Like, Jesus. Uh, my question was, like, playbook-wise, going from Western to Iowa, oh, I feel question. like uh, Iowa, they run a pretty simple offense, you know. The Ferences keep it pretty simple, you know. They want to. Yeah, pretty simple they, brain. Yeah, they want to be, like, you know, quality instead of quantity. It feels like was which which playbook was more uh, was bigger. I guess I'd say Iowa Westerns as of now, which sounds like we're expanding the playbook this year with Cade coming in. What's but, that been like? How is you guys have like many practices right now, right? Just spring yeah. walkthrough type stuff. Yeah, we just started skills and drills, which is like seven on seven and stuff. And he's still battling battling a leg injury, but. The new guys we've gotten, I mean, I haven't seen any flaws with them. They've all been throwing good balls. So, I think been... one of the big get for well, big gets for you guys was that Michigan tight end as well. Has he been practicing or is he still out? He's coming back from injury too, but he'll be uh, he'll be a hell of a addition to the offense, especially with Lachey coming back. Those be two freaking two monsters coming at you at tight end. So. Yeah, it feels like Iowa's just had like two or three tight ends for like the past decade yeah like they just keep bringing in tight end guy after guy after guy they, well, they definitely are how often are injuries <laughs> like <laughs> it, it always seems like yeah. somebody's injured okay like, this is james not a not a huge football watcher but he's got some oh, interesting questions whatever um <laughs> i guess it really depends on how hard you train i guess and how much you take care of yourself like a bunch of guys train super hard and then don't get shit for sleep and don't eat which that was me a lot <laughs> I'll admit it, but... throwing yourself <laughs> under the bus cage jesus right, I'm, I'm being honest all right. but uh yeah. it really yeah it all depends on your nutrition sleep and everything your recovery that really depends on i guess it raises the chances of you getting an injury if you're not doing that stuff so it really depends on the person and how they treat themselves i see so all right so what does like i know this is probably such a lame question to you but like what does the general like not necessarily week to week but like as a big picture do you <laughs> just, just minutes. left the studio you're boring him caden but um <laughs> <laughs> like you know like big picture is it like a, a hard week and then an easy week i know obviously we played on the same team and it was kind of one of those things where it was like it, it felt like it was all all gas all the time is it a lot more scientific up at that higher level of d1 football or is it pretty much just like 
you go out and do whatever you got to do. I guess it varies from week to week. The spring is, I mean, like the first couple weeks you're here, it's tougher than shit. You got like conditioning workouts, ropes and sprints and stuff, but like it kind of like the conditioning kind of dies down around this part, but like the weight where we're, we're going to be maxing out next, the next one of the next two weeks, I believe. So I okay. guess it's like less, you know, like conditioning and stuff, but more weight and more work on the body. But well, I yeah. was probably got a probably got a better weight room than at least Williamsburg, but better than JUCO or yeah. no? Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. It's like oh yeah, times the size, but <laughs> easy yeah. money. No, um, because they push you, so it's good. Yeah, hundred percent. I know you were looking to maybe talk on some March Madness, and Iowa State's basketball team has been absolutely murdering it this year. I haven't been keeping up with Iowa. I'm not going to lie to you. This whole interviewing an Iowa football player is, is tough as a as a pretty diehard Cyclone fan. But I'm trying to keep it neutral. I'm doing my best. Uh, have you, as a you know, obviously as a football player, you're uh, involved in the athletics. Do you know a lot of the basketball guys? Do you go to the games, or are you just kind of a bystander? Because I mean, you played basketball in high school, but you probably got a pretty loaded schedule now. Yeah, we. I guess like in the spring, we have most of the nights off to go watch, but I, I've only been to one or two games. I don't really keep up with, I mean, I've always been a big basketball fan, but I don't really talk to many of the basketball guys here or whatnot, but yeah, I'm a big basketball guy and I don't know what the hell's going to happen with the bracket <laughs> stuff, dude. It's going to be a shit show. Seems, Seems like, like you guys aren't even ranked. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I did not know that. I was I was just gonna say it we're, seems like listen, Iowa. We're barely ranked though. <laughs> it seems like Iowa always makes a deep run in the tournament, no matter how good they. I mean, you guys had. They uh, always seem to get overranked, and then they'll just shit the bed. That's like the exact yeah, opposite. That's, that's no, that, no. I think my dad's right when he's bitching and moaning about <laughs> college rankings. I think he's actually right. Oh, no, I got I you. you. know me. I'm not like a huge Iowa basketball fan. I just play football here, you know? Who is? Man? Okay. Uh, That's respectful. Yeah, I, I feel like the DILF said it pretty good. Like, Thank you. Usually. <laughs> well, I mean, this year they got a strong team, and I think they can, with everything happening with everybody, I think it's anybody's tournament. So I might call like an eight seed to win the damn tournament this year. Yeah, I know Redden's got a future place. Let's hear what uh, – Redden, you give your future, and, and let's see what you've got to say about it, Caden. Oh, yeah. boy. Stop shaking your head already, all right? I'm tired of this <laughs> shit already. Uh, no, I was uh, I was looking at, like, some Ken Palm rankings the other day, and uh, what I saw was that there was, like, two teams that had a really good defensive rating and offensive rating as well. Like, Iowa State's, like, in the top, I think, three in defensive rating. But offensively, they're just, like – horrific like our free throw shooting 50 is bad. maybe yeah but the one the two teams that really stuck out to me were ucla and tennessee and i for some reason i just didn't feel tennessee so i got a little bit of a future placed on ucla right now they're ranked i want to say like fourth defensively and maybe seventh or eighth offensively and they've been there obviously a couple of years back they made the i think the final four i don't know if i've seen tennessee up that high in a while yeah they've been ten, both programs have been you know nothing stellar recently but mm. They've been good enough that you're not like worried about them being like, you know, bright eyes when the you know the lights are brighter. Yeah. Who's ranked first right now? I didn't look when I looked. I up think the Alabama rankings. is, aren't they? Ooh, Alabama. Alabama. Bama, that's back with a vengeance. One. That is an interesting one. What are you thinking about that UCLA future, Caden? Is that something you'd 
you'd tail or or not necessarily. Kansas is like, still ranked third. I like that pick, Redbone. I think they got Tiger Campbell. Dope name. I think they're actually a good ass team. I I agree. I think they might be in the final four. They have a shot at the Natty, but I also Tennessee's pretty good. Like, I just watched them last week. They got a Ziggler dude at point guard, I think, and then some freaking overseas yeah. tall. That's yeah. The thing that worries me about UCLA is that they play in the Pac-12, mm. and it's just like, like conference of champions, yeah. man. <laughs> granted, <laughs> granted, like it is Ken Palm rankings I look at, so it should factor in strength of schedule and stuff. Right. But they're playing in the Pac-12, where when you look at teams like Baylor, Texas, Kansas, they're playing in the Big 12, which is the best basketball conference right now. So it's like they have experience in those tight games going against very good competition. High-level opponents. Yeah, and I just worry UCLA, they might, you know, they could go out round of 32 if they play someone decent. Like, Yeah, you got to look out for that kind of stuff. I'm, I'm with you there. I think the Big Ten might be the best basketball conference right now. Uh, no. I would have There's to no disagree. Bias there, Where's but, the uh, Big Ten? Who do you have, Kansas? Purdue's at What? Kansas. You, don't you do not know have Kansas. Com- what? No, I'm saying the Big 12. Like, that's the two guys. Oh, well, we got Iowa Yeah, State. Walk, walk back your statement and switch Iowa conferences. State. That's three. <laughs> TCU was valid for a little bit. Purdue. Kansas State. Northwestern. Rutgers. Rutgers? Oh, Michigan. Nebraska State. beat Rutgers. Hey, it's Go the Big, Big Red, Ten. baby. Everybody's good. That's that's a bold take saying Big Ten's bigger, bigger and better than Big 12. I don't know if I agree with mm-hmm. that one. I think you match them up. I uh, the style of basketball is different. Don't die on this hill, man. It's it's a different game. That is for certain. I guess we'll see in the tournament who fares up better. Caden, I'm looking for a story out of you. Is there anything at Iowa that really, like I know I I really enjoyed when you were on your your Instagram. You can plug the actual handle if you look. I, I mean, we're everyone watching right now is probably here to watch you, so they know your Instagram. But when you were putting out that content of like you guys were playing dodgeball and. And all of that, like spring kind of team bonding experience. Was there anything that stood out to you where you were like, "All right, I'm gonna fit in here and I'm gonna have a good time," or like, what, what was something that was really you knew you you could hang at Iowa? I guess right away when I got here, it's like you could have a conversation with anybody. Like everybody will come up and talk to you. You won't be walking down the hallway and they'll just walk right past you and look at you like you're a stranger. Like I guess everybody just treats you like family, and that. And suddenly is like, all right, this place will be, this will be a good place for a home for a while. So, I mean, and, and, and you're yeah, nice and close too. Yeah, 25 minutes away from home, so I can go home whenever. <laughs> but, uh, um, yeah, we play, we have a whole bunch of team games right now. And like you said, dodgeball, which we had dodgeball as our first team game this year, and we got fucking last place. So that was, uh, <laughs> that was a hell of a way to start out the year. But, um, no kidding. We have like, we'll have tug of war. We played some, like, go retrieve a ball, put it in your hoop game today. I don't even know what the hell it's called. but Probably like uh, basketball. Uh, I think we end with a slow pitch tournament. So that's fun. But Interesting. Yeah. I know you're a big slow pitch guy. You were, you were trying to get a little bit of a lead going there for a little bit. Big home run hitter. Yep, I go about one for five and hit it just a fucking nuke one time a game. But, <laughs> hey, I mean, that's that's it's runs, man. It's all that oblique power. I'm with you. Um, what is the – I'm curious, just this is a personal question. What is the 
what does the nutrition look like? Is it like a wide open? We were talking with Austin last week, Austin Burns of Central. He said it's pretty much a dining center. You guys just walk in, eat whatever you want. They're good for three meals a day. Uh, there's not really any nutrition plan or anything along those lines. Is, is it pretty regimented? Or are you guys on a weight schedule? I know I've talked to Iowa State football players who say like they need to make this, this weight down to the 10th, which I thought was insane. Yeah. Are you guys pretty serious about all that there? Or what, what does that kind of look like? Yeah, they're really serious on weight but we have like you have to be within three pounds either below or above your optimum goal but i mean we have like refuel stations all over the facility in that which has got all like water powerade and then you go into the weight room and they got hundreds of protein bars shakes they have like meals for the day they'll have chicken sandwiches pork sandwiches they'll have salads and stuff so Really, and they always have meals at night. Otherwise, we have a black card app, which they'll put 20 bucks on that. We can go get food on whatever restaurant is on the app. So, I mean, we're always getting food. So there's no really, I guess, no reason for anybody to miss weight if they're not that close. Yeah, speaking of missing weight, I don't mean to call you out here, but I know, I don't know about now, but last spring, right, you had trouble when you went from JUCO to Iowa, all of a sudden they're like, don't give me that look. We've talked about this before. All of a sudden you were like having to eat all these like protein shakes every day because you were short like a pound or two on your three weight limit. What does that look like? Like if you miss, if you do happen to miss weight, what do they change to help you get to making weight? So if you miss weight, there's a refuel list during the week, which so after you work out in the morning, we're supposed to drink two protein shakes, and they have, like, berry, veggie, and then chocolate every day. And you got chocolate every time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. But uh, during the week, every day, you have to come in at 3.15 or 1 to 3, and then uh, you have to get two more shakes, and they have to sit there and mark you off. So, yeah, it's not fun to be on the re- refuel list, but I've been off that for a while. So, so they're, they're just, like, making sure you drink four protein shakes a day? Just uh, so they you usually make watch the second ones, but I mean that's just really to give you more, I guess, food during the week, and then it's up to you on the weekend to mm. eat enough to make weight. So because we weigh out on uh, Monday mornings, so some guys will. I mean, there's guys fucking. I look over and there's guys ah, puking in the fucking trash can trying to get <laughs> really get to weigh in. There's bulimic shit. <laughs> Who's crazy. usually doing that? <laughs> Names, we uh, want shout names. Shout them out. <laughs> names, addresses. Oh, shit. Caden Crawford was one of them, wasn't he? He never makes weight. No, it's it's basically the O-line that are fucking hacked. You can hear them puking. They're, the damn they're picking out. But like, <laughs> imagine, bro. Crawford says that you have to drink five, not four. Oh, shit. Ooh. That's why you're missing weight, dude. Yeah, Is Crawford okay. in the chat yeah. right now? Yeah, we got... Oh, well, tell him to get out of here. Yeah, hey, <laughs> tell him that... No, he's a DN. It's different. But he also says that you stink. <laughs> oh, that's good to know. The team can't confirm. Yeah, fuck you. He's actually in the room above me right now. So uh, there you go. <laughs> there you oh, go. God. oh god. What um? What does it look like for classes? Uh, like, are you guys just? How easy are your classes? Yeah. Well, I because guess you a are a D one athlete. There you go. I mean, how that's many nerds do you have to do your homework for you? Yeah. What do you have to pay him? Um. So we have like our own athletic facility that you can go get a tutor whenever mm. and, and they just kind of hold your hand personally through. i don't need one so interesting so what do you win communications 
coloring books. Uh, I got like <laughs> music class, how to tie your shoes. <laughs> Wait, what's your major? Oh, bro. I got I got a whole bunch of business classes. My I actually oh. got a tough schedule, but Iowa Western. I was in fucking uh, what the hell was that class? History of rock and roll. That was my favorite oh, class. That would be a sick class. How many credits do you guys have to take? Uh, thirteen to fifteen, I think. Okay, gotcha. It's like, who is Michael Jackson? I'm like, I don't know who that is. <laughs> what was his biggest song? I don't know. Beat it or something? I can get behind that. That would be a, be a fun class. It was great, dude. What is hey, your? Mark, uh, I actually, oh. I actually wrote up some questions for you guys. Interesting. Ask Let's us some okay. questions. All right. Uh, so first one for Nick. What inspired you to start this podcast? I'll be honest. I had a week of vacation hours I hadn't used up for work, and I just burned them all. And I was sitting around doing nothing. And I'd been watching a lot of Pat McAfee show, and I was like, dude, what if, what if we just did it on our own? Like, wouldn't that be so sick? And then uh, I just kind of did it there was no like pause you know there's never you can't really hesitate when you're pretty serious about something i just decided i was like you know i love to talk about sports no one ever really likes to listen to it um if the internet will listen that's perfect and i just kind of figured out technology on my own and found a way you know the fact that you came prepared to this actually just blows my mind this is so uncanny yeah i've seen you before like (laughs) semi-final state football games and like you don't even stretch but now we have a list of questions for a podcast i'm really very impressed great friends but wow (laughs) thank you guys for being so kind to me okay Um, let's hear your second question second one alex uh how many days in a row have you been sober (laughs) is this a legal question to ask on the podcast yeah i think you're probably good um i'd go prop like right now or, or is the streak done? Anytime the streak's alive. Longest streak ever. The streak was alive, like, Monday of last week till, like, Tuesday night or so. That's pretty good. Yeah. It's not bad. Yeah. In that ballpark. Sun- Sunday. I, d- I didn't drink Sunday, I don't think. Okay. Yeah. Went a little too hard Saturday. Fucking loser. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's college, man. What about you, Caden? You keeping that yeah. Keeping that intake down? Dude, I don't, I don't that's got to be a controversial question. What do you yeah, say? <laughs> I don't think he could even like release that information. Yet. True, Caden's never had a sip of alcohol. I'm pretty sure. No, never, never, never in my life. My, my family doesn't do that stuff, so I don't do that. <laughs> no, no, never. It's all it's all about how you're raised. I got you. Uh-huh. That makes sense. <laughs> I was raised like a fucking wild animal, dude. Let me tell you that. <laughs> that's for sure. Grady shows that. Yeah, no kidding. I'm gonna have to get old Papa Lee in. Send him a text after this. Oh, dude, he'll join this. I guarantee you, he'll fucking join him. Can we zoom him in somehow, right now, actually? Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to mess with the tech of that. I'd have to help him out with that shit. <laughs> Final question. Nick, what do you think about baguettes? Oh, God. <laughs> I love baguettes. You, I you fuck know, with baguettes. What's the worst part of that is it's still like my favorite bread to eat, but every yeah. s- you know, every single time I was elaborate sending Why it's your favorite bread? Can, can I elaborate on why? Oof. You know, the just if you marinate it in like some sort of sauce, you know, you kind of tap it on that sauce and oh, it just, there's nothing like it. You know exactly what I'm talking about. Especially it's a weapon at, too. I don't know what kind of sauce you're marinating shit in, bro. <laughs> especially, especially after a long day of football. Not it marinating, was, but dipping. He just yeah, said marinating. You're not marinating it. It was, yeah, it was barely a marinade, but after I was exposed to that, it was just game over. I knew I loved baguettes for the rest of my life, but. 
Yeah, shout out baguettes. <laughs> shout out. Okay. Hey, we should get them to sponsor you. The just baguettes as a whole. All of France. I don't know any brand, but like, hey. Speaking of sponsors, I was just gonna go. This there. is a little off. Uh, back to football-y stuff. But yeah. what's the uh, what's the NIL scene looking like over there? There's like a there's an Iowa Swarm that like kind of, they kind of partner with the team and you just had to sign up and they have a whole bunch of different they have uh like meals on wheels which you can get a couple of grand to go give guys I mean just go give random families uh meals and stuff and then they also have like uh you can go to schools read books for kids and stuff and there's a whole bunch of other like community service acts that they have for the team and stuff so it really just depends on what you choose but more stuff coming i guess what's nil name image and likeness you can make money off your name now oh so you get to go like read books to kids and then okay and And then the school pays money (laughs) (laughs) all right kid well we got one last question for you um and I, i just really quick i'd like to thank you for coming on here i know this obviously you don't have to do this this is such a a minor program too that you're not getting your name out by coming on here but we really appreciate you uh putting some time aside and and really just helping us out yeah here. from your busy schedule yeah so busy so busy you gotta probably go fill yeah. in some coloring books you got some protein yeah. shakes to drink <laughs> i got fortnite to play yeah true i can't even imagine i was thinking when he was hey how's that. fortnite right now by the way let's ah. talk fortnite what do you mean like uh like new guns and stuff have you played yet I haven't played yeah. recently. I'm asking yeah. you. Like, uh, is it? Are they at a high at the moment, or is it just kind of? Eh? I'd say it's it's up there. It's You'd up say there. it's up there. Interesting. Yeah. What's right. your favorite season? Uh, probably when I was playing with fucking Alex and Nick every day. I don't remember what season that was, but didn't like you were on the you were <laughs> yeah, on three the, or four? You were on the competitive team we had going, weren't you? <laughs> really? Oh, we that got was a little bad. Dork. Iowa chills. Iowa. That we never did. <laughs> <laughs> Will Smith. Yeah, yeah, it was us three and the Schmidt, wasn't it? Yeah, that was a shit show. Yeah, and we cheated the entire time. No, just How the last round. Just the last round we cheated. How you cheat? We genuinely Wait, made it. How many it kills to... you have? Oh, I think I had twenty-five. On yes, <laughs> we placed. I think second. I don't know. Yeah, like you guys would just make up scores. Uh, we did that the last round, but yeah. regardless, yeah. I've got one last still big lost. real question for you, Caden. We can talk Fortnite another time for sure. You're obviously welcome to come back on anytime. I uh, really appreciate it. My last question for you is: What can we expect from the Iowa football program this year? I know, obviously, it's really early. You still got a whole summer to go through. I would assume there's going to be a lot of major changes, but do you have a feel like what's the feeling inside the locker room? Are you guys all pretty amped for another season? I've obviously never been inside a college football locker room. Um, are you guys expecting great things? Playoffs, bowl game? What's what's kind of looking on the plate there? Uh, I'm going to say right now, I think it's going to be the closest I was ever going to get to a national championship. All right. You heard it here first. That's winning it or making it to the playoffs or I think it's going to be a hell of a season. And I'm – tune in, man. Ready. Let's I will, get it. I, we will definitely be tuning in close, and I think you guys have better shots at making the the CFP with you back there at uh, – I'm assuming you're probably going to be playing slot. Is that, is that accurate? <laughs> yeah. What's uh, what? – you're 21, is that correct? For those of you yeah. who are going to be watching the games, I'll be looking for it, that's for sure. The nameplates are kind of hard to read. 
There we go. That's perfect. Well, thank you very much for coming on, Caden. We really appreciate it, and uh, we'll hope to see you again soon. Thank you. Thanks for having me, brother. See you, Wage. All right. Well, that was Caden. Um, big, big shout-out to Caden for coming on. He definitely didn't have to do that. There was <laughs> James in and out of studio. Oh, man. That was that was really interesting. One of the biggest points I had from that was when he was talking about all the shakes they have to drink. I know those all have whey in them. What yeah. are the lactose intolerant guys doing? How are they like? I know me Soy? personally. Is that an option? Ah, uh, that would be tough for me. I'm barely struggling to keep weight up, and I don't know. That would be with the weight allowances. I know they're pretty strict with all that. Obviously, Caden kind of touched on that, but that is a pretty serious, pretty serious market, and to be struggling with. Lactose intolerance, I think, would be a bad deal. Yeah, four protein shakes a day is like that's madness. Five. It's yeah. five for the yeah like, yeah and then, Crawford. Like, but then Crawford that's not even all, that's not all your food though. You're Dude, also that eating horrible. That would be crazy. Yeah, that's Crawford. Maybe they just had to up it to five for you there, cowboy. Yeah, yeah you need <laughs> a little, little short. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. Um, man, March Madness too. He was he was dialed in on that. He. He I mean, now the football Iowa. season's over, it's kind of like... He's back. Look at that. Yeah. Hey, James. <laughs> now that college football and NFL's over, it's kind of like, you know, what are we going to watch now? NBA, at least for me personally, it's kind of just like, especially at this time in the season for the NBA, it's just kind of like, meh, you know. Yep. Nothing too special. Where with college basketball, you know, you have new headlines all the time. And in my opinion, March Madness is like, apart from the Super Bowl and like the college football playoff, for me, it's like the number one sports event i guess you could call it it is coming right up too so yeah keep your eyes on march madness keep your eyes on ucla conference tournaments got to be starting here in like three or four weeks i think it's coming right up that's for sure uh we do have one last segment today we're previewing or not previewing um debuting debuting Debuting. we did it once we did way back kind of um so for those of you who are still here make sure you check for the community tab i don't know if you guys get notifications on all that stuff but we put out a poll and uh, we're going to debut the James Cup. So in this cup here are a bunch of topics, little, what do you call them, conversation starters, if you will. Yeah, just some catalysts for some conversations. Ooh, I like that. The alliteration there is awesome. But, yeah, that's why I said it. But the, the point behind these is that James wrote every single one of these, and I, none of us have any idea what's on them. Okay? And uh, this is more than anything a little peek into how James' brain works. I, I kind of want to learn a little bit more no, about James not. through this. <laughs> so no, it's not. We put out a poll. We said pick a color. These are all on different sheets. Color, right? We got yellow, green, purple, blue. Blue is the one that won the poll. So we're going to go ahead and pull a blue tab here, this guy. And I'm going to unravel it, and we're going to see what we're going to be chatting about for the rest of the show here. The suspense. The suspense. It's killing me. Ooh, interesting. Do you kill bugs? Yes or no? Yes. Fuck yeah. I, mm. <laughs> so like, if if I see like an ant colony, oh God, if I see like an ant colony and I got a Pringle in my hand, you know damn well I'm going to put that Pringle right there and I'm going to feed the brothers. Okay. All of them. I want to see every single ant on the, the Pringle. I thought smash was coming. <laughs> no, 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 no. Fire extinguisher. Yikes. Like maybe So you're a, not a bug killer then? Oh, I'm a bug killer. Like, oh. if I see a nice big wolf spider, that thing's going to... Oh, God. Bro, I'm so out is the spi- room. Spiders aren't bugs, though. They're I arachnoids. Oh, no, well, they're, we're not. <laughs> no. No. Pests? Pests? What happens if you they're got a in, mouse in No. In, insecta is in the uh, arthropoda family or oh, whatever. Jesus. And then oh. 
spiders are a subsect of arthropoda. I'm sorry. Bio two eleven coming in. Bio strong. two eleven coming in strong right there. <laughs> What's your favorite animal? Me? Yeah. Uh, I was just gonna see if you frogs. I like frogs. I, I think frogs. penguins are cool. Okay. Yeah. Ooh, Cows are kind of cool. Have you ever seen a penguin? Yeah, they're kind of small in real life. To what I thought. Yeah, they were they're, be. they're tiny. Think they they're, were. I thought they were like four foot tall. Well, those those are emperor penguins. Those guys are like four foot yeah. tall. They'll whoop your ass. Those are the they'll people from like ass, Happy. Feet. I don't know. Yeah. If they'll yeah. beat your ass. Yeah, like uh, what's and that one? Up. The Surfs Up. That's surf's a up. badass up. movie, all time movie. Is there a that's a, just a piggyback favorite animal movie? Mine's got to be Surfs Up. But you any Madagascar? Madagascar. I do. Madagascar. Mm, I don't know yeah. the penguins. Can't yeah. go wrong it's with Air Bud. Remember when we watched Penguins of Madagascar? Yeah. That's with just the penguins, right? That's with the penguins and the It's their the backstory. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Interesting. I don't know if I have a favorite Killing animal bugs, really. though? I, I feel like I'm not scared to kill a bug. Dude, I fucking destroy bugs. It depends on the size of the bug more than anything. And where it's at. If it's outside, like, it's good. I'm yeah. not like Yeah, oh, outside, out. it's, it's I'm not execution time. I'm not... What? Sur- <laughs> what? What? I'm not searching for a hornet, uh, bro. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying, if I see a bug out there and I'm like, hey... I discriminate against bugs. If it's I on the sidewalk, I will kill a spider. You I'm not killing up. a hornet. No, Whoa. no. <laughs> Alex has a story about hornets. You were too young. Me, you remember that or no? I do. Oh, jeez, you can go. I into don't remember that. why I got stung, but then my whole no heels reason. swelled up. <laughs> no reason. Just walking around. I got around. chased across my grandma's farm by a hornet, and it caught my ass, and my whole heel swelled up really. Your bad. heel? Yeah. Like your Achilles? Yeah, like- he dove for me like a game-winning <laughs> tackle. Motherfucker came out of nowhere. You were running around barefoot? No, it was, I had shoes on and everything. It was, gotcha, I think it was the right sock? above my heel. Oh, uh, and it just went down. That was down. right around where Kenzie like stepped the on the nail. And like, yep. Gotta be looking out for nails and, and wasps. I'm with you. So Me? You, guys, you guys kill bugs. If yeah. they're inside, it's if on it's, sight. If they're outside, I'm not going on my way to If it's inside and they're like Actually, in a corner. I think I'd like to rescind my comment of... It may, the way I said it made it sound like I'm walking down the street just killing every bug I see. I'll, yeah. you know, I'm a lover of life, right? I'll let the bug live. But if I'm outside and it's like bugging me, then it's game over. If yeah. It's bugging, yeah. If yeah, it's bugging me inside, I'm a little bit, like I don't want to get the wall dirty with bug mm. blood. You know, yeah. that's kind of where I'm at with it. I smoked the fuck out of a spider in our, uh, and I know mom is watching this, or she will be at some point. Yep. If you look above in the shower. You're gonna see the exoskeleton of a spider that got <laughs> exoskeleton that got <laughs> rotting on the fucking ceiling. Fucking whacked like two and a half years ago, and it's still there. Wow, it's my homie. You know what? I yeah. have I, I have know. a spider corpse in my bathroom too. Yeah. Uh, I, I got one. You guys on that? You guys I, are roommates for a reason, I guess. I yeah. smoked it with like a, a, a soap bottle, and it just oh stayed my. there. You got some accuracy. I remember one time I was in the shower, and I like looked down at my calf. I I need glasses really bad, okay. and I didn't have my glasses on. It was before I had contacts, mm-hmm. and I looked down at my calf. I'm like, "What is that?" And then there's like a little tickling se- sensation. Oh, dude. oh no! I'm smacking a, my leg off. There is a massive. <laughs> there, is a, there is a massive spider like that big on my calf, and I fucking like smack it four times. I'm panicking. I oh, hate the spiders. heart rate when you see that. Oh my! Oh, What's God. your least favorite like animal or like bug? No, I got I got a better one. This this is kind of our last point here. Opinion on leeches. You're swimming. You get leeches out. You got a leech on you. I don't care. What are you gonna do like, if you got a? I would probably off. pass out. I'd pull it off. I would probably really? die. I've if actually I saw like a leech had on me. like a similar thing happen. 
It wasn't a leech, but it was like, a, oh, a tick. Whenever you get a oh, tick on tick, you, no, no frick ticks out. are terrifying. No, it's it's that. like I've gross. Had so many it's like they've been there for so long, more than likely. So and they're like they're huge, yeah, full of blood. It's, and you're it's, like, uh, it's not like they just like jumped on you right then and there when you saw it. So to me, I'm just you've like, ah, oh, man, site. and you just gotta. You peel guys it are off. lacking then. I'm not like. You know, Jeez, that's crazy. If I'm going outside where I can get ticks, I'm gonna be searching to see if I. I've never like had a tick that's like about to burst. No. <laughs> have you ever? Fuck. Like, no. I've never had that. A mosquito but... on like a muscle and you flex and it fucking explodes them. I've done no. that. I've done that before. Right. That's fucking it's disgusting. You've never had a tick. Before? That's so gross. No, I've never. It, I've never made a mosquito yeah. explode oh, yeah. because I One, just flexed. I saw so a video of it. I genuinely uh, don't know if I've ever. Tried. Ever actually had a tick? I think I would probably die. If really? I've had a tick on my and I fucking crushed that little. But it's body. the mentality of it. Like, yeah. If I saw a leech on me, I know I would pass out. Well, those things are. I you They're huge, though. That's a yeah. Thing. A they're, leech? Well, yeah. If you, saw, if, you, if you got out of the pond, they're like you snails down, with. You got a leech hanging you. off your fucking leg. I'm not always huge. But like, I've had you know what? You want the evolution of a fucking leeches? A lamprey. Oh, those, those fuckers are, scary. are insane. They, I'm not so... Never I think even heard of it. It's like, got like way more teeth lamprey and, right and now. way scary. It's, it's basically... Is that the one that leech? has like the devil mouth? Yeah, it's, yeah, like it's basically a leech, like but a it, it's... Yeah, it, it if the like devil made teeth. it. <laughs> That's scary stuff. Oh, Lord. Yeah. Nope. Yep, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, those things, nope. those things suck. Those That's are scary. stage two evolution of it? Yeah. What's the stage three? I don't know, man. We're waiting for it. Yeah, I don't. I do not want to see it. But uh, I think that's going to conclude today's episode. I'm pretty excited about what James has in here. We might have him write a few more. Be sure to be on the lookout for the uh, – we'll be doing this every Wednesday. Be sure to be on the lookout for the polls on which color to pick. Um, follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Obviously, if you enjoyed the live, be sure to like and subscribe, all that stuff. Otherwise, big, to you, big, big thank you to Caden for coming on. Can we get a round of applause for Caden? Yep. Uh, Make sure to use promo code MARVONAIR on SeatGeek. Yes, yes. If you want to go to see a live event, if you haven't been before, if you haven't used SeatGeek, use code MARVONAIR for $20 off your first purchase. I mean, for cheap ticket, that's like a $6 ticket, you know? Never know. It's not too bad. I, I'd pay $6 to go see something live. I mean, might as well. Absolutely. I don't know what else you'd do with your at that point. Wednesday night. Either way, we will see you guys back here Monday at 6 p.m. Got anything to say, Red Dome? Deuces.